Hello, and welcome to the Tom Hammond podcast. Right then, right then, right then, my little pork chops. We are at the final episode of the first series of the Tom Hammond podcast. Will we be coming back for a second? Yeah, I think we will. And you know, I want to say, if you're listening to this one for the first time, thank you. If you've listened to all five previous episodes, thank you. Um, it means a lot, and I hope you've got something out of it. I really do. Now, um, throughout the series, I've spoken on a range of fitness matters, fitness, why I get a PT, fitness myths, diet, all this type of thing. And I'm going to, tonight, I'm going to talk about what holds all of this up. Uh, I'm going to talk about habits and routine. Now, there's a lot to be said about this. I could do a probably a two-hour podcast. I'm not going to, but I could do because there's so much to be said. I mean, fundamentally, first of all, uh, if you are doing CrossFit, you are a swimmer, a runner, a cyclist, you lift weights, you are a bodybuilder, um, whatever, you are basically performing a set of actions and habits. That is what you were doing. Eating well, eating in a calorie deficit, eating in a calorie surplus, eating KFC three times a week, eating McDonald's five times a week, all this type of thing. Taking drugs, smoking cigarettes, drinking too much, you are performing habits. Now there is a key difference in all this. Going to the gym, lifting weights, doing a class, going for a run, doing meditation, doing some mobility, doing an online class in the face of a lockdown and a global pandemic, is a routine which requires conscious effort. Okay? Eating crap, eating in a calorie surplus, drinking too much, smoking too much, and not exercising, are habits. And there's a difference. Habits are automatic. Routine requires conscious effort. And I'll touch on this later on. And all this leads to your behaviours. And fundamentally, the scientific uh, summing up of behaviours is a function of the person and their environment. That is what behaviour is. Okay? So I'm going to talk through the basics of habits and routines and, and what you can do and everything like that. And hopefully you will see that this helps. So, let's go right back to the start, okay? There are people out there with no motivation to eat healthier, or work towards being fitter, um, and you know, they don't see bad habits, such as the things I've touched on, booze, cigarettes, etc. there's a problem. You know, it's not an issue. So, what we've got to remember is, this isn't rational, okay? There's a, there's a, there's a thousand different psychological machinations of all this. Okay, habits, whatever they are, formed through a repeated performance. A performance that is a behaviour. All right, so that's how it becomes a behaviour. There are habits before behaviours. Okay, it's good to think about that. And the reason habits can become so bad is because that behaviour, that repeated performance, becomes completely and utterly automatic an automatic trigger of bad behaviour. You don't even know it. It could be anything from your mental health and your mental well-being to going out drinking, you know, 
whatever it might be. You won't even know that you're doing it. And the problem is this, is because your habits, but the reason habits, I'm gonna start off now as I started with it, they're bad, the habits are so bad in this sense, because they don't use up any cognitive resources in your mind, all right? So they cannot override any competing intentions to determine behavior, all right? So you might think to yourself, well, I don't wanna do it, but you just find yourself doing it and you'll say, I just don't know why I do it. How many times have you sat there and thought that to yourself? How many times have we all sat there and thought to ourselves? I never really wanted to do that, but I did it anyway. That's because your habit is so automatically ingrained, you don't even know you're doing it half the time. Right, the power of the habit, okay? That's how bad, the pervasive side, how bad it can be, a habit, all right? And then autom automatically, you've got these habitual behaviors that cannot be changed, or looks like they cannot be changed, okay? So remember that, the habits don't take up any cognitive processes, all right? It is just an automatic trigger that you are doing, all right? Um, let's, for instance, say you are a person who goes to work, starts off a Zoom meeting in the morning, by that point, you know that's a trigger and you eat a cake in that meeting you know you shouldn't have done but you really can't there's your trigger you have a stressful confrontation with somebody so you go and have a drink or a cigarette to calm yourself down that's an automatic behavior you don't even know you're doing it look at it this way some habits are so ingrained okay get up in the morning you have a shower you get ready you come downstairs you put the kettle on did you brush your teeth Oh, I don't know. Uh, oh, did I? You probably did, but you can't remember because it's so automatic. All right? And uh, this is, I'm not saying that you're going around like zombies, not knowing what you're doing. What I'm saying is, is that habits, bad habits become automatically ingrained. Okay? So it's a bit different from when you go to the gym because that becomes a conscious decision and a conscious effort to do that. So you see that habits can be quite bad, but we can change habits by routines, okay? We can change that, and we're gonna talk about that a little bit later. But let's think about the implementation of habits and good habits. We all have good intentions. However, the good intentions, I've defended them, but news resolutions is a, a good start here. Okay, the intention to lose 10 kilograms, the intention to go to the gym four times a week, the intention to run five times a week, lose weight. They don't fail because you are a failure, which a lot of people do. They, they, they give up and they say, oh, I couldn't do it. I'm just no good, I'm a failure. That's the story people tell themselves. They fail because the individual has not made any adequate plans as to how, where and when that's gonna happen. Very simple things, powerful questions. Ask yourself, how, when, where? How is it gonna happen? When is it gonna happen? Where is it gonna happen? Think about those three things. They're powerful questions to ask yourself in the beginning of your journey to change your habits 
and your habitual behaviours and your routines and putting these habits into a routine. Because ultimately what we want to do is we want to change a collection of automatic, disorganised habits into a structured routine. Okay, but we've got to construct that structure, first of all, haven't we? We've got to lay the foundation. So, when, where, and how? Three questions, okay? And that then gives us a mindset shift, okay? That gives us a mindset shift. That starts the neurological loop, thinking, changing a little bit, okay? So, from a very pre-contemplation stage, there are five stages of change, by the way. All right, so, you've got a pre-contemplation stage where you're just not, doing anything, you're not thinking about dieting, you're not thinking about exercising, you have no intent to doing it in the next six to 12 months. That is what psychologically is called the pre-contemplation mindset, all right? So you need to change that mindset to begin with, okay? From a pre-contemplation to a contemplation, and you will do that by asking yourself the three questions I've just talked about, okay? So when you go to stage two, contemplation, you now demonstrating, if I spoke to you individually, you would say about you wanted to do PT with me, you would demonstrate your awareness that you wanted to lose weight, okay? And you're considering doing so. You know, you would think, you would say to me, for instance, I know what, Tom, I think I might want to lose some weight here. I think I might want to do something good, okay? So that is, you know, the next stage. You ask yourself those questions, we're constructing the foundations, all right? Then you're gonna go into preparation, okay? This is when you are ready to change. You feel that you are ready to change. You're gonna take some action. You're gonna set goals. Well, if you get bad habits, your goals will fail, right? They will do. You're gonna plan a start date for your start. Next Monday, I'm gonna eat in a calorie deficit. Next Monday, I'm gonna lift weights twice a week. Next Monday, I'm gonna walk 10,000 steps. However, the path to heaven is paved with good intentions. So the path, the road to hell, what's I saying? The road to hell is paved with good intentions, right? You know what the religious people used to say? You have lots of good intentions to do this and honour God and everything like that. And slowly but surely you're on the path to hell. Now, I'm not saying you're going to go to hell. I'm not a religious fanatic, you know? But I think it has, I think you can use that analogy in the world that we live in and what I'm talking about, all right? Now, another reason for failure at this point, before we go into stage five, which is action, all right, when you start to take action, is that unrealistic optimism, okay? That's another thing. People go, oh, what I'm going to do is I'm going to lose 19 stone in a month, all right? I'm going to sign up to a two-week program where I eat 700 calories and I do really unsustainable high-level fitness and I lose weight, Okay? Unrealistic optimism means that you will set yourself goals and targets that are far too high and you're more likely to start to programs that aren't realistic or sustainable, which we've known before, right? So then before, after you get all through this and, and the psychological cul-de-sacs you can run yourself into, we're gonna get into maintenance, sorry, action, all right? I forgot the next stage. This is where your behavior begins to change, all right? This is where we start to potentially get a routine in place. Okay, so with the habits, start to get organized. This is what we need to do. Habits are good, but we need to turn them from, usually, 80% of the time, habits are bad, all right? Because they're just a load of, as I said, disorganized triggers and cues milling about inside your brain. Now we're taking action. We're starting to organize our habits. 
and we're organizing our habits by putting them into a routine by changing our behaviors. So your action might be, right, that's it. I'm going to eat 20 seconds of my calorie deficit and move more fruit. That is an action. I'm going to walk 10,000 steps. That is an action. I'm going to go for a cycle. That is an action. I'm going to go for a run. That is an action. I'm going to do a Zoom class. I'm going to sign up to uh, a PT. Maybe Tom Allen PT. I don't know. Yeah. Would, would anyone do that? Yeah, I think they would. All right. That is an action. But it's up to you, isn't it? Okay, so then you've got, and then after that, if everything's gone well, you've got maintenance, you know? Once you've done your action, and you've created your routines, okay? And I'll talk about the routines in a minute, then you get that maintenance, right? And the maintenance is you're training three times a week, you're eating in the calorie deficit five days a week, you're losing weight, you're being active, you're going for walks every day, you're not putting too much pressure on yourself, you're not drinking too much, all those good things, all right? And implicitly within your mind, those disorganized habits begin to change. And that bad power of the habit starts to become a good power of the habit. You see what I'm talking about here. So, now, I've talked about these habits and stuff like that and how you start to change and there's five stages of planning, right? Let's talk about the science a little bit, okay? You've got the habit loop, okay? Okay, so you've got a habit loop. Neurological pattern in your mind that has a cue, and it's your three things, okay? Cue, routines, reward. Okay? Habits are easy in that sense. Cue, habit, reward. Cue, habit, reward. I said routine a minute ago, I apologize. I mean, at this point, cue, habit, reward. And I've talked about this a little bit. Stressful encounter, cigarette. Stressful encounter, cue. Cigarette, habit, reward. You feel good about it. Cue, argument with your other half. Or your kid won't do its homework on Zoom. You reach for the bowl. That's the habit. The reward is you feel really good and relaxed. Your brain's, and so what's happening is, this is why it's so hard to break out of it, not only the automaticity of these habits, but you are getting a reward in your mind. You are rewarding your brain saying, well, you know, thanks very much, you're rewarding me. I like this. Let's keep it like this. We don't want to go to the gym. We don't want to lose body fat. What reward is there in that? Well, we know what reward there is there. It's long term, but you know, your brain's not thinking like that. Your brain's down in the old short term there. Okay? So, you need to start thinking about how to change and how to start a routine. And there is a difference between, as I said, habits and routines. Habits are somehow disorganized, and we need to organize your habits. A routine then changes from cue, routine, reward. Okay, now routines are hard because they require conscious effort. It is hard to go to the gym because it requires conscious effort. It's hard to put your trainers on and go for a run because it requires a conscious effort. You see the difference here? A bad habit is an automatic behavior. I think it's that three or four times now, but I think it's worth repeating. It's an automatic behavior versus a conscious decision and a conscious marker in your mind to get up and go and do something useful. And this is why it's so hard. 
You know, it's not hard because you're a failure. It's not hard because you're weak. It's not hard because, you know, you're no good and you can't do it and, you know, you just wish you could be strong. It's not that. It's basically just a conscious effort. And going back to what I said, your brain's not seeing any reward in it, but you are going to change that, that neurological loop in your brain. I want you to start, you know, fiddling about with that. It starts changing, all right? You're going to change that loop in your brain from one of, uh, uh, to, oh, this is nice. Oh, that's a reward. All right. So routine is, you know, habits is getting up, brushing your teeth, put the kettle on, eating a croissant, grabbing a coffee. Blah. All right. That's kind of habits. Bad habits. All right. But we want to have good habits, but they're more of a routine, right? So it's a conscious effort. So what you need to do think to yourself, well, I'm not going to do that. I'm going to get up. This is a typical thing. I'm going to make my bed. I'm going to go to the gym. I'm not going to eat a croissant. I'm going to do the work at the gym that I want to do. Or I'm going to lift weights in my home at the moment because we can't go to the gym, obviously, because it's closed. But gyms will be opening soon. So it's applicable at all stages of our lives. All right? And then you go, right, then I'm going to go and do this. 10,000 steps, then I'm gonna eat well at lunch, I'm gonna eat well for my dinner, I'm gonna to go to bed a little earlier, I'm gonna meditate or journal, I'm not gonna scroll my phone, and that's how you're gonna do it. And because it's harder, it's harder, not only is it harder because it's the initial conscious decision, you then have to make a further conscious effort to consciously practice these things, otherwise they will die out and you will revert to the automatic habits. That goes back to the pre-contemplation and contemplation stages that I spoke about, where lots of people at that stage, those two first stages of the five stages model I spoke about, fail. Okay, because they start off a little bit and it's that conscious decision and they get, and you see it all the time in January, right? In, 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 in the normal sense. Few days, a week, oh no, no, I can't do it. And they stop consciously acting. You've got to consciously act and you've got to consciously fight for it, okay? Now, you've got to get those disorganized habits out of your system and you've got to organize yourself into some good, solid habits, all right, and routine. And in fact, actually, what you should think about actually now is not habits so much, they're in the background, but think of a routine, a conscious effort, okay, to develop a routine. Okay, and they're hard because they require effort. And this is why people fail, because it requires effort. On top of your normal run-of-the-mill life, looking after your kids, trying to homeschool them, trying to do your job, trying to hold down a job while there's a global pandemic, knocking at the door, and all that. So, this is how we do it. Very, very simply. All right? Q. Once again, the same with the habit, right? Remember the Q, the habit, and the reward. This time it's the Q, the routine, and the reward. Okay, so let's think of the difference in this term, right? A good positive routine cue. Get up, make your bed, all right? The flip side and negative side of that would be hit the snooze button, all right? If you hit the snooze button, you're already on the way to defeat, all right? Make your bed. Routine, execute a small part of the routine that you have set yourself and you can write down that routine Writing it down makes it far more powerful. All right? 
write it down and then go and do it, whatever it is. A bit of mobility work, 50 push-ups, some wall sits, a run, some squats, whatever it is, do it. Tick it off the list, get it done. And then after that, reward yourself with something enjoyable. And you know what happens? Your mind starts to go, oh, I like that. Yeah, that's nicer than just, you know, barreling a couple of bottles of wine away, isn't it? Or smashing a takeaway down me. Oh yeah. Yeah, 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 I like that. Yeah, I'm gonna do that. And that's how you start to change the habits into a routine that is sustainable and it's gonna change your life because routines will change your life, all right? You're changing the loop. Change the loop in your mind by changing your habits from disorganized into a routine of organization. Now, that's a lot of stuff, right? That I've come up with. Just to finish off, uh, you know, how does this sort of, or where, do, where do personal trainers fall into all this, to be honest? Where do, where do we come in? Because, you know, we're, we're people who, it's not just getting you lift weights and, you know, eat chicken and broccoli. It's actually, you know, trying to change your life. That's what we're trying to do. All right, so this is what's called keystone habits, right? And it's almost unintentional, actually. As a PT, I got a client, okay? Now, contrary to popular belief, I can, because I, I know my dictatorial nature goes before me, all right? But you cannot order people to change. You can't, I can't do it. I can't say to them, oi, fucking do it. I'd just be like, no, the brain will automatically resist. You're gonna go nowhere, all right? I'm gonna go nowhere with that. What I can do is I can start to disrupt one bad habit in your mind. I can disrupt one loop, one pattern in your mind. And once I have successfully done that, then that disruption will begin to spread, to change you, change you as a person, change your actions and your behaviors. Yeah? So that might just be, you know, very simply do a session with people, one or two sessions a week. I give people a challenge at the end of every, every, every session. This is what I want you to do this week. Start to change that bit. This is what I want you to not do. I don't want you to drink, you know, milky coffees this week. Not that they're bad, but that reduces the calorie deficit, all right? It reduces your calories down a little bit. It just takes it out a little bit. I don't want you to drink any booze this week. Doesn't mean I don't want you to drink booze ever, but it means that I'm starting to disrupt the loop in your mind that might say you drink every night or every other night or a bit too much, you know? So I can't order you, but I can disrupt, and then I can begin to just spread an idea in your mind without you even knowing it about how to change. So, what have we learned? We've got the five stages of habits, pre-contemplation, contemplation, preparation, action, and maintenance. And remember that maintenance only happens in between that and action because you have set a routine, you've kept the routine, okay? Remember that, that's the first thing. All right. And then get your routine, change your habits into routines. I hope that's helped. And I hope you've enjoyed listening to this podcast. All right, um, any questions, any thoughts? 
feedback, share your stories, whatever. All right, okay. And uh, I'll see you in series two.